I ask you in the name of Jesus that you would remove the weight on their shoulders, God, that you would cancel depression God that you would cancel God suicidal thoughts father in the name of Jesus God I ask that you would absolutely God fill them with your love God I ask for a tangible this morning a tangible this morning God I ask for a tangible feeling of your presence God oh God I ask that they would be changed God this morning that your people who are called by your name, Jesus, would be filled with the Holy Spirit. God, we just declare right now, we loose you, God. We loose you, Holy Spirit. Anyone who does not have the Holy Spirit, who may not have been baptized with the Holy Spirit, God, I ask in the name of Jesus that as they walk through the door, God, that they would be baptized with the Holy Spirit, God, that they would be filled to overflow, God, that they would be filled to overflow, Father, that something inside of them would start to bubble up, God, and that they would know that there is a God. There is a God. God Almighty, and that we serve you, great I am. We serve you, Jesus. Oh, the Son of God, Jesus, the Messiah. Oh, the Lion of Judah, the Lamb of God, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the bread of life, the manna, the true manna of heaven. Jesus, we worship you in this place. Jesus, we enthrone you. We say you are king in this place. Jesus, you are king in this place. Holy, 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 holy. God, you're so holy. God, you're so holy and awesome and mighty. Father, this morning we just bless you through all of our struggles, through all of our pain, through all of our hardships. Father, this morning we bless your holy name. We say you are holy. God, we say you are good. You are amazing. We love you, Jesus. We just love you, Jesus. We just love you, Jesus. We thank you, God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father. You're so good. You're so good. You're so good. Holy, holy, holy is your name, Father. We just thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Holy, 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 holy. We worship you, Jesus. We just thank you, Jesus. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we praise you. Holy God, be praised. Holy God, we just lift up our adoration, our praise to you. We thank you, mighty God. We thank you for what you're doing here. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you, holy God. We praise you.
sometimes by our own choices, sometimes by things done to us. Life cannot be kind sometimes, but Abba's kind. Abba's always kind. And he wants to pour out his love to us. And sometimes we're the only one that's holding him back. We're scared to be vulnerable. We're scared to open our heart. But we don't have to be scared with him. He's kind. And he's loving. And he's faithful. And we just have to tell our own soul, praise the Lord. No matter what it looks like, no matter what you've done, no matter what's been done to you, praise the Lord. Oh, my soul, praise the Lord. We choose to tell the enemy he has no power. We're going to praise the Lord. Even in our pain, even in our tears, we're going to praise the Lord. 
no matter how hard it gets, praise the Lord. So in spite of how you're feeling right now, in spite of what's going on around you, just make a choice. Open your mouth and praise the Lord. Oh, my soul, praise the Lord. Take our place 
notice in every song we've sung that the word I has been mentioned in every single song. I, I is personal. I can't praise for you. You can't praise for me. But we all can praise the same God. Amen. So as we prepare to sing this last song, I just want you to remember who you are and whose you are. And if you don't know whose you are this morning, today is a great day to be saved because Jesus loves you. Your mother and your father will never love you the way Jesus does. Amen. Only Jesus can hold you in his arms. That's right. His way. Only Jesus will wash you whiter than snow. And no matter what anyone tries to identify you as, when he washes you, you are clean. Take on your identity this morning. Don't let another person in front of you, beside you, behind you, underneath you, wherever they may be, don't ever let them make you feel like you are not God's child. He has chosen you for such a time as this. So worship him this morning. Do what you need to do. Sometimes it takes stepping out by yourself. Sometimes it takes closing your eyes. Sometimes it takes getting your shirt completely saturated him what he is doing. Hallelujah. I'll praise you, Lord. I will not let a rock cry out for me. Holy, I say that you are holy, that 
He says, my child, you are safe. He says, my child, you are loved. He says, my child, you are here in my arms. Can't you feel them? He says, my child, you are safe. He says, my child, you are loved. And you're right here in my arms, oh, and I love you, oh, he loves you, my God, he loves us. started everything off this morning there's a lot of like formalities and we were just kind of getting all that stuff of hey how you doing this is us talking to him you know that stuff when people come into your house and you spend a little bit of time just seeing how they're doing but that can't always be your approach to him that can't always be the way took us an entire worship set to get to the point that he loves you that's it and we need to receive that from the get-go we need to feel that in our heart from the get-go that he loves you and you don't have to do anything different than what you're doing right now you don't have to do anything different than what you're doing last night you just need to come in and get love you just need to feel his love and be in his presence we went through all these formalities all this stuff to get to the point that he loves you can we just walk into the room and just say he loves me because that's all he wants to tell you this morning that's all he wants to do is wrap his arms around you and say I love you I don't care what you've been through I don't care what you're going through I love you I love you I love you you're my son you're my daughter man we come here to love on him we don't come here to hear a fancy song and go well we can we can sing to that one we come in here with love in our heart to love on him and to thank him and to tell him how worthy he is. And he's here to say he loves you. You need to feel that. You need to understand that. There is nothing that's going to stop him from loving you. You understand that? So I just want to go into this moment where can we just, I just want to tell him how much we love him. Chuck, I just want you to play. Because I just feel like I just want you to play. I just, I just want you to play. And we need to take some time before we move on and just remind ourselves how much he loves us and then tell him how much we love him. We just need to spend some time in that because I believe this morning we started to miss it and I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. I want his presence to saturate this house. I want us to leave here different than what we showed up this morning. So we're going to take a little time and just sit in his presence. 
You get to speak to him. You, 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 can, you can come to him anytime. You don't have to go to anybody. Man, you just simply meet him. Tell him how much you love him. Let him love you back. That's all we have to do this morning. So let's spend a little bit of time just telling him how much we love him. And if you've been doing that, then just, man, be quiet and let him love you back. So come on, let's just worship a little bit.
feel like I'm tired of all this. I've done this. I've known it since I was a child, and I'm weary. I'm just ready to walk away and go get to an island somewhere. And the Lord's saying, I'm going to drop my breath of new life in you. You're going to kind of feel that this is like something new, something fresh. And you're not going to be feeling like you're bogged down with repetition. And I know that God's healing some people this morning in in that area. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. You know, um, there's a lot of spiritual warfare going on. And whoever this is feels like, um, God is, uh, I mean, like the enemy's sitting on your chest and you're just tired of it all. But God said, I am going to renew. I am going to breathe a fresh breath right into your spirit. And you're going to feel like this is the newest, most wonderful thing that he could ever bring to your life. And you're going to walk once again. And glory. Thank you, Lord. You know, I love it. We we start going into that. I love you too. That's so good because. Uh, That kind of hit me the other day when I was worshiping and praying. I just kept saying, I love you too, because I could just hear his voice telling me how much he loved me. So I didn't know what else to tell him, but I love you too. So I just kind of walked around the building saying, I love you too. I love you too. I love you too. I love you too. Man, and that's, man, that's a good place to be, y'all. That's a good place to be. Man, that's the relationship you're looking for. And that's all he wants to do, is love on us. Mm. 
So try that sometime. Just sit there. Listen how many times he says he loves you. Then you just got to go back and say, I love you too. (laughs) Makes it all so much easier. You don't got to get fancy with your words or anything like that because I'm not a fancy person. But man, you just just love them back, y'all. Just love them back. Hmm. If you're here and you just don't think you can do that this morning, there's freedom in this house. You need to understand that. that, that, that you're not, you don't have to worry about meeting all these, oh, I don't even know what it is. People come in with these thoughts like you got to be perfect and you got to have things all together. And if you don't do this and that, then you can't even walk before him. And he says, I'm before you all the time. Like, I just want you to open your arms. Like, that's all you really got to do. So don't feel like you got to earn anything. This is not about earning anything. This is just about receiving his love. That's it. Just do it open arms. That heals a lot of things. That takes care of a lot of things. There's a peace that will come over you and a love that will come over you. Mm. When he touches you and wraps his arms around you. That's that saturation. That's that drench. That's that. Hmm. And when you're sitting that long enough, well, it just gets all over you. That's good. So, Father, we just love you. We thank you, Lord. (laughs) We thank you for your presence this morning. We thank you for all your love. We thank you that we get to worship you. Father, we thank you for this family. Lord, just continue to work in this house. Continue to move and do what you want to do this morning. We surrender everything to you. We ask you to have your way in everything we do. Father, we just love you and we worship you. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen and amen. Come on. We ain't even got to clap loud this morning, but we're going to recognize this, that we love him and he's the king. So come on. Uh, we can we can do a little better now. Let's give them what a king deserves in the house. Come on. Thank you. All right. Woo. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Go find somebody. Say hi. You got about I don't know. Uh, however long you want. We'll be right back.
started. That's good. Say hi to everybody. I don't care. We only get to see each other like five times a week. <laughs> That's good. It gets really quiet. <laughs> Man, that's so good. Let me get adjusted here so I don't make a lot of noise. How y'all doing? Okay, yeah, that's awesome. I'm doing okay too. As long as we're expecting okay today, I guess we're good. How's everybody doing? Everybody good? Come on. Come on, good to see you this morning. Welcome to the Gathering Place. If you are new, I am DJ along with my wife, Jules. We get the honor to, to pastor here. We just love y'all. Uh, welcome to the family. Uh, if you are new, do us a favor and fill out a Connect card. Uh, that'll be out at the, at the front desk out there, connection point there. And uh, if you fill it out, look, we just want to call, pray with you. That's it. Answer some questions if you got them. But basically, we want to pray for you and let you know, let you know that you, you matter. We care about you. So we can't do that if you don't fill it out. So take a little bit of time, fill that out for us. Uh, and uh, we'll reach out to you, no worries. If you want anything else, uh, if you want to know more about the church and all that stuff, then you can download the app or you can, you can uh, go to our website and stuff. Uh, I do have a lot of announcements. I feel like I'm going to be like, I don't know. This, could t- this is going to be longer than I think the entire sermon. <laughs> all right. Uh, how did everybody like the uh, kingdom class this morning with James? Come on, pretty good? Yeah, he talked about the holy temple, the body, fitness, nutrition, how to take care of yourself. That is so, so, so important, y'all. Like, like we have a, look, as sons and daughters, like, look, we, we talk about this all the time, right? This is like, like, this world is waiting for us, right, to understand who we are, right? And, and so we've, we've got to be around to make that happen. So it'd be nice if we took care of what we were given, right? So, so take care of your body so you can be around a little bit longer. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. Perfect. And then next week is going to be awesome. We got more, 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 more science and faith uh, with Jeff and Pam next week. If you've been into that series, it's like Star Wars now. It just keeps going. But it's so awesome because he really gets into, it's not science versus faith. It's science and faith put together. And how does that play out? So that's really good. So get in there and, uh, and ask him a lot of questions because Jeff's smart. Um, you guys ask me a lot of questions that I can't answer. Go ask the people that have the answers. That would be awesome. And then you'd get the right thing. So uh, uh, Angel Tree, look, this is, if you know, uh, if you're, you know, you need help this holiday season, come on, all the information's up there. Let us know. Uh, we have some paperwork for you to fill out. Uh, please, if, if uh, through the holiday seasons, let us know. We're here to help. We're family, y'all. Uh, so you're not in this alone. Um, Night of Worship coming up. Look, who's excited about that? This is going to be Wednesday, y'all. Wednesday, we should be packing this house, night of worship. Uh, we will have uh, other people in here too. So we'll have courts of praise and Brother Bo and Rachel and all them too and uh, everybody together. So it's going to be awesome. Get out here. Uh, it is a weekday like we did last time. So I guarantee you we should be done within three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come in with any expectation on what that looks like. Last time we just kind of went into it. And we just told everybody else to leave. And then, then after all those people left, it broke out. <laughs> It was so awesome. So stay, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. But uh, just come out expecting to, to, to just, just have an encounter. It's going to be absolutely amazing. We look forward to that. Uh, this Thursday morning, we have our Welcome Center. It's our, it's our Welcome Food Pantry we do down in Millbrook. So it's our next food drop. 
7.30. We'll get there early because we do have to set up. Ryan's going to be there. That's right. <laughs> he was there last time. <laughs> but he said he's going to be here this time. So that's good. Come out and join us in the morning. It's really fun. Look, we, we, we serve like uh, probably close to 250 families uh, and, and we unload a truck and we, we, we hand out food. It's really awesome. So come be part of that. We have lots of churches that team up and we just all do it together. So if you're free that morning, come on out. We'll be there. It's going to be cold. So dress appropriately. Right. So that's like t-shirts and shorts for some of you. <laughs> that's perfect. So, so, so roll with that. Um, also, this is a busy week, y'all. So, so this is awesome. But uh, uh, so Saturday morning, we have the, the Boo Festival uh, in Millbrook. So this is our first time really participating in this. All this is, is an opportunity for us to get together at the Village Green in Millbrook. Uh, and we get to uh, have some activities for kids. We're going to hand out candy. But basically, we're going to come down there and be a light. We're going to be the light to darkness. I don't know what's going to be down there. I just know that, that I don't believe in a lot of this stuff that's going, like, I'm sorry. We're just going to go in and change the atmosphere. Uh, and so we're going to do that. Uh, that's from 10 to 2. If you want to be part of that, come on out with us. You know, it's a great opportunity to invite people to come meet the family, but, uh, but also to be part of the community. So uh, we'll go down there. We're going to change the atmosphere. We're going to love on some people, which is what we do. Um, and it's going to be fun. I declare it. Yes. Fun. Be there. And then really, and I don't have a slide for this, but after that, if you, uh, at 3 o'clock, uh, I'm going to Selma. So if anybody wants to go to Selma, we're going to have a worship afternoon in Selma, um, teaming up with uh, uh, another family of ours uh, that we do ministry with. And they're, they're, they invited me to go to Selma. So let's go to Selma. And we're just going to worship down there, and we'll see if, if God wants to do something in Selma. That's at 3 o'clock. That wasn't even a slide for that. So... Um, all right, I, I am excited about next Sunday. Next Sunday is our student Sunday. Come on, y'all. I love it. I love it. Look, I, I get to hear, like, like, I get to hear what these students are doing. I've talked to, I've spent a whole day with, with uh, one, of the, one of the students that's going to be sharing a message, and we have two students sharing a message. Students are going to run worship. They're going to be running the entire church. It's going to be absolutely awesome. That's what we do, y'all. That's, that's this generation, but next generation. It's all about, it's not about us. We, we, we need to equip, we need to get out of the way, we need to let them lead and let them do what God wants them to do, because that's what's going to keep this thing moving and moving and moving. All right, so please come out and support that. It's going to be phenomenal next Sunday. Uh, I'm excited about that, so, so come, come expecting. It's going to be really good, uh, and our students get to show out, because they, they have been working hard um, to, to just do what God wants them to do, so I'm excited about that. Let's see. We're, we're halfway through. Hang in there. Uh, Production meeting. There we go. That helps. Production meeting, um, November 6th. Uh, meet with Ryan. Look, if you want to help, if you want to learn stuff, this is good. Uh, you want to learn anything about uh, sound and, and lights and online, all our live stream and everything back here. Look, we'll teach you. It doesn't, I mean, I, I learned how to do it, which is really awesome. So if I can do it, you can do it. Okay. So if you're, if you're any bit of techie, like this is it, man. You're going to pick it up real quick. Um, absolutely love this stuff. So be here. It's going to be November 6th, right after service. Okay, you ready? We're going to have food. Hey. I'll see y'all here after service. Just, you know, show up for food, for food. All right. <laughs> Tuesday at the table. Let's go to that slide. Here we go. Tuesday at the table, the eighth. Uh, come on. This is going to be awesome. It's chilly at the church, y'all. So chilly at the church. 
Uh, we're going to keep going with leadership. So if you want to know kingdom leadership, if you liked that last time when, when I taught, uh, this is once a month we get together and I get to teach on this. So if that's what you want to do, child care is provided. Bring a, a crock pot dish or anything like that or a dessert and come on out. We're going to have chili and all kinds of stuff. It's going to be a great Tuesday um, at 6. We'll be there. I think that's everything. Is that everything? Help me here. Oh, yeah, we're going to Mexico. Um, December 5th through the 15th. So uh, this is awesome. We're, we are excited about this. We have eight, uh, eight individuals going. Um, it's just really good. I went there once, and now I'm leading a group. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, come on, that's exciting. Uh, that's how it works. You go once, and now you're in charge. Um, but no, I'm, I'm leading it down there. We're going to go down, uh, meet up with Brother Bo. Uh, and, and his whole family, Rachel and Finney and, and all their kids, and, and I'm not going to name them all. They're all going to be down there. So we're, gonna st- we're starting all, we're meeting up with several other missionaries that have been down in Mexico for 20 years, uh, and we're going to be going around. Man, we're hitting villages like we did last time. It's going to be phenomenal uh, just sharing the gospel and loving on people. Um, so thank you for that. If you want to give, if you want to, uh, to, to bless somebody with that, then you can do so online. You can do all that however you want to do it. Um, if not, then that's fine too. Just be praying for us because that's huge. Uh, that's huge. I absolutely, you know, last time I went was the first time um, I got to do an actual mission trip. You know, I've been on a lot of missions in my military career. That was the first time I got to do it for the right kingdom. Uh, and it was powerful. So I'm expecting that to happen to a lot of people that are going. That's a lot of firsts and it's going to be awesome. So uh, I'm real excited about that. All right. That's my cue. Father, thank you, Lord, for the end of the announcements. And Lord, we just ask you to bless us today. Bless this house. Bless. Everything I say, Lord, let it be all of you this morning and none of me. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody said, amen. 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 Woof. Man, this is good. You all ready to get something today? All right. So uh, uh, we've been in a series called Freedom, um, Freedom in Christ. And, and we have walked through this. This is what... We've walked through so many levels of this already, breaking down and freedom from religion, freedom from all that stuff, freedom from earning stuff, freedom from, uh, from just simply believing you're not good enough, right? So this is, uh, uh, free, this is freedom, understanding that you, can, you received righteousness already. You, you don't have to earn that. That was given to you. You just become more aware of it, that kind of stuff. Um, this is not waiting for Jesus to come back. This is us being the light right now. Everywhere we go, we bring light to darkness. That's, that's, this is what we've been talking about. We've been walking in this. We've been, we've been, we've been doing it. You guys getting something out of that? I mean, we've been doing good. I think last week we talked about, about uh, dreams again and, and stuff. This, this week, what I really want to do is, um, it's weird. This, this week, you know, I thought I had a game plan going into Thursday. Um, and then Friday morning, he just gave me confirmation on something else. And it really shocked me because I usually don't go back in and reteach something that I taught, especially recently. But he said, you need to go back in and talk about this stuff. And I said, okay, let's go in and talk about this. Uh, so some of you weren't here when I talked about it, so it's going to be brand new for you. That's really good. Uh, and, and for other people, you might go, I, might, I think I heard some of this before. It's not the same, but same topic. Um, same topic we're going to talk about. So it's really easy to get caught up with everything uh, going on in life. Y'all agree? I just read off like 50 things we're doing in the next week. Really easy to get caught up with that. Really easy to get overwhelmed with everything that's going on. It's really easy to get tied up with everything going on in your work, everything in your family, everything going on with your kid. All that stuff that's happening in life, it's so easy to get tied up with that and lose priorities. 
And what I found out is that when that happens, we take away from the one thing that's the easiest to take away from, and that's our relationship, and we just walk away. We say, you know what? I can knock it out on Sunday. I don't need to be part of the family this weekend. All right, or I can go do it uh, at this time. You know what? I don't, I don't need to go to Monday night prayer or Tuesday night prayer, Wednesday night prayer, Thursday night prayer. I don't need to go to any of those prayer nights because I have other stuff going on and I'm just feeling overwhelmed and, and all that stuff. And, and there's other things coming up, especially with, with seasons and everything happening now that people are getting overwhelmed with finances. They're getting overwhelmed. All these things going on and you forget to rest. You forget to rest. So, so today I want to pick up and talk about freedom to rest because it's a little different, you know, probably than what you heard. It's not, I mean, it's, there's a spiritual rest and I'm going to talk about that. There's a physical rest and you need that. There, you know what? I'll, I'll probably be the first pastor to tell you. I don't know. There's a freedom to not even come to church. If you feel like you need some, some time and you feel like you're, overwhelmed with stuff going on and you need to just sit in his presence at your house, like, that's okay. You understand that? Like, you're not going to walk back into the family and go, oh my gosh, people are going to ridicule me because I hadn't been here. No. Okay, there's freedom to say, I need to rest because things are just overwhelming and I can't deal with it all at once. So I need a break. I need to rest. You guys getting that? All right. So you don't have to feel bad about that. You know, this is... This is not a religious activity here, y'all. Like, we come together because, one, we love each other, but two, we love him. And that's why we come together. And guess what? I'll tell you the truth. I can love him at home. <laughs> I really can. Like, it happens a lot. Prayer night, I was sitting back here Monday. We were praying, and I got so deep into prayer. I thought I was in my, in, in my sanctuary at the house. I was gone. Like, I was there. I, in my head, I was there. And then I opened my eyes. I was like, oh, I'm in the church. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Like, it's really cool to, to, to find yourself going back like that. And you just, so it can happen. So it's okay to have that spot at your house. You know, th- th- look, it, I don't know about you guys, but when COVID hit, I, I was really enjoying my time at home. It was the most intimate time I found with the Lord ever. Like, I was so close with him, I was getting wrecked every single day. Because I used it that way. I just said, man, I can sit here. And nobody, I don't have to show up at the church and do things and make things happen. I can just spend the whole day if I want and just sit here. Now, I did other things. Like, I didn't need to sit that long. I mean, my wife had me doing all kinds of stuff at the house. <laughs> Got shiplap everywhere, y'all. <laughs> Been praying for some more time <laughs> so I can finish it. <laughs> But here's the thing we do. We need to rest. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to recharge. So I'm going to be reading out of Mark 6. Um, jump down into verse 30. Um, and then I'm going to break that. I'm going to go through this and kind of talk about it a little bit. But uh, I've talked about this before. But man, it's just really, every time I read this, it gives me something different. So I think it's really cool. So I'm going to pick it up in verse 30. If you got your Bibles, I love it. I hear them. It's music to my ears when I hear Bible pages slipping. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> there you go. Rattle them a little bit. It's like a tambourine. <laughs> Aaron's over there just flipping through it. He's like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Come on. All right, let's go. Mark 6, 30. It says, the apostles returned to Jesus from their ministry tour and told him all they had done and taught. Then Jesus said, let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. 
He said this because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat. Let's stop right there. Like, I'll tell you this. Let me speak from a ministry standpoint. And, and this will tie not only into a church ministry, this is your ministry and everything you do. If you're doing this the right way, people are going to have a demand on you. It's going to wear you out till you'll find yourself not even having time to eat. And that's what he's saying. Because our hearts are right. Our hearts are postured right. right? And he said that, that his apostles didn't even have time to eat. They're so busy doing ministry. They didn't have time to rest. They didn't have time to eat. That can happen. And it can be overwhelming. Not only in a church setting. This can be overwhelming just in your, your personal life. Okay, and that's bad. That's why he said we need to get away. You know, he, he says, it, he, it wasn't them, you know, he didn't say you need to get away. He said, let's go off. He goes, because you can't do it by yourself. You go off by yourself, you're going to come back the same way you left. He goes, let's do this together. I need to be with you. And this is what he's trying to tell them. We need to get away. We need to rest. You need to rest in my presence. You need to rest at my feet. You need to rest and just let me breathe over you and speak over you and, and love on you and wrap my arms around you. That's what he's saying. It wasn't, you just need to go away and go do something for a couple weeks and come back. So he wants to rest with you. Because here's the thing, they were excited. Like, <laughs> they were like, man, look what we're doing. This is awesome. You ever felt that way when something huge happens or you, God starts moving in something you're doing and you just want to tell everybody? It is exciting. It's really exciting because you're just like, man, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. You know, I, after going to Mexico and then going to Africa for two weeks, I, we were just going, 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 going. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. And I came back and I was so fired up to tell everybody. Then I sat down for a second. I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I'm so excited to do it. But man, it, it will drain you because everywhere you go, you just feel like you just have to pour into people. Okay, so, and, and I'm saying this is at your work, this is at your school, this is wherever you're at, because that's your job. Your job is to be the light everywhere you go. So that can be a burden sometimes. That can be something you carry with you. And you can get overwhelmed really easy. You can get overwhelmed really easy. That's why you need to rest. So he, you really have to make him a priority in everything you do when it comes to that. Okay, and I think I talked about this when I came back. We did our, uh, we took like 30 days off in the beginning of the year. And when I came back after resting for 30 days, whew, it was amazing. Because it wasn't 30 days just away from the family. And it was just 30 days just sitting in his presence and letting him speak to you and letting him talk to you. It was powerful. That's why I came back and shared it with y'all. But then I feel like we get, we get moving and we get doing things again. And, and we got to rewind and take a step back and go, whoa. Am I resting enough? Am I spending time with my loved ones? Am I spending time with, you know, with my spouse and my kids? And are, am, am I doing what I'm supposed to do with priorities in my life? Am I spending the appropriate time with him? Or are you just doing stuff for him? There's a difference. Now, you can do stuff for him all day long. But if you're not spending time with him, I'm sorry. Man, it's just different. It's just different. It becomes a job. Right? And then you start to resent it. I mean, I know everybody here loves all their jobs, but you spend a lot of time at the job all the time, and sometimes you're like, I don't want to go no more, right? I mean, how many people have been on vacation? 
Any vacations out there? No? I love you guys. You guys are awesome. You're here every Sunday and nobody takes vacation but me. (laughs) But here's the thing. Who's been on a vacation and then you come back and you're like, I need a vacation? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We we, we took a break from everything we were doing to go exhaust ourselves and and stress out over everything just to come back and go, that didn't help. Like, I'm worse now. Like, and I'm out of vacation time, so what do I do now? Like, like b- because you went and you did it on your own and you didn't take the vacation time to refresh and renew and recharge. Man, that's huge. We used to, you know, <laughs> you know don't take this the wrong way, but Disney World's like from the devil. <laughs> I know. You got a neck brace on. I had to point you out from Disney World. We went there. That was the worst vacation. Don't go there on vacation. Go there to be just run through everything. You come out broke, tired, hurt. You get home and you're like, that was not fun. Cost a whole bunch of money to get mad. Don't do that. All right. But we used to come back, you know, we would be stationed overseas and we'd get 30 days of leave a year. And we'd take 30 days and we'd come back to the States. And in those 30 days, we'd try to go to the family's houses and visit everybody and see everybody and that was not relaxing. That was very stressful being around family. I ain't even lying. I love my family, but it's stressful. It's stre- you, you come in, you're driving on. We were driving back and forth, renting a car, flying in. You're exhausted and nobody wants to come see you. You got to go see everyone. You're like, I came from Japan. <laughs> like, we're in like one state away. Can y'all just drive and see us all at one spot? We can all give high fives and and part ways and we can go relax. But no, you come in and you, you, everybody's like, well, you going to come to our house? <laughs> no. I don't want to come to your house and sleep on your floor. That is not a vacation. Man. So you come back from that and you're completely exhausted. And you go into work and nobody did your work because nobody takes over your work. Right? So you come back and now your desk is piled. You're like, now I got to work overtime just to catch up with all the stuff that I didn't do when I was gone, when I was getting stressed out. That doesn't make no sense. So, so how are you using your time? What, what are you doing? Okay, because some stuff's not worth it. You know, are, are you resting the appropriate way? Are you resting in his presence? Are you, are you allowing him to just be part of everything you do when you take that break? That's huge. We, we just bought the camper. Greatest purchase ever. It is. One, because it forces you to spend time together. Because I got to spend money on the camper. <laughs> so I'm like, baby, we're going to camp. <laughs> I got to prove that, that, that we're not staying in hotels anymore and we're saving money owning a camper. But seriously, it is so nice to just, and we get away quite a bit. You know, we go to Mobile once a month and we go to the campsites down there. We go, you know, we, we're at a campsite right now, y'all. We drove two hours this morning to be here. And I'm driving two hours back. Just letting you know, because I get to sit down with my wife when I get back and we get to relax. You know, and I was trying to tell people this, it's different. Like we didn't buy a camper just to, just to go vacation. We bought a camper to get away, spend time together. And we know what we like to do. We like to wake up in the morning, turn the worship music on. So it blasts outside so everybody else can hear it. And we sit there and read the Bible and just sit outside and wave to people. (laughs) You know how awesome that is? Like it's the greatest thing ever. But it's personal time with him. So what we're doing is we're recharging. We're refreshing because of that. 
Okay, so we're, so best purchase ever, love it. Why? Because it forces us to spend time away and, and to get away from the norms and to get away from what's, what's happening with everyday life and all the demands and everything that's going on. You know, I get to get away from two dogs and two cats and two pigs and chicken. <laughs> you know, I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Don't have to cut my grass. I don't have to worry about any of that. I get to get away and just relax. So think about that. It forces you to rest when you get away. And this is what he's talking about. He says, look, you're so caught. It was so busy. He says, they returned from their ministry and told him everything that they did, right? And then he says, well, now it's time to stop because now you're overwhelmed, okay? He was exhausted from them telling him what they did. He's like, we just need to get away to a quiet place. Or he was telling them to be quiet. <laughs> you figure it out. But he said, let's go and rest a while, okay? He said, we need to go rest, um, so then it picks up in 32, it says, so they left by a boat for a quiet place where they could be alone, but many people recognized them, saw them leaving, and people from many towns ran ahead along the shore and got there ahead of them. Man, this is why it's hard to rest in the place. <laughs> That's why it's easy to get away. Because I'll tell you what, if you're, if you're rested and you just try to take some time off and stay home, it, there's a lot of y'all. I'll run into you at Walmart. I love you. <laughs> and I don't mind running into people at Walmart and talking to people. But really, you know, if you stay home and you try to do, everything's still coming in. You understand? And you're like, yeah, but we got kids that are, all, yep, that, I get it. I understand. But there are still priorities. You can make time. We did it. We, 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 we would get up early and, and spend time with the Lord and prioritize and then get our kids to school and do all that. So we figured out a way to do it to the point we were watching a sermon every morning. We did it for 365 days just to see if we could do it. And we did it all before we got our kids to school. So if it's a priority in your life, you'll make it a priority in your life. But that's rest. It's that continuous rest. That's what we're talking about. It's not just, I'm going to burn myself out to the point where I can't even handle it anymore. Then I'm going to try to sneak away for two weeks and get fully recharged to come back so I can do it again. That's not the rest he's talking about. He's talking about a constant trickle down. I'm charging you all the time rest. You understand? That's why it's so important we do this every day. It's why it's so important you have a relationship with him and you're seeking him every day in prayer and worship and studying and reading the word, whatever that looks like. That's that constant charge that he needs, he wants to do inside of you. Hmm. So here you see the people went ahead to find him. And this is the story, you know, he goes, I'm not going to get into the story of him feeding 5,000 more than that, but all that stuff. You guys heard that before. Okay, so I'm not going to get into that. You just need to know that if you, if you allow them to, <laughs> people will take even your break, even your rest, you know, and he had a heart for it. It wasn't like, it wasn't upsetting him, but that's not why they went over there. They went over there to rest. Ministry had to be done and he did it, but they went over there to rest. So someone's always going to need you. There's always going to be a need. Um, <laughs> I always tell people this, don't let somebody's lack of prioritizing and planning be an emergency for you. Like, like that's huge. Like just because you didn't plan well, it's not an emergency for me now. Like we talked about this. Now, if there, if there's a, uh, we understand this. Here's what I love about our family. There, there was a death this week. Um, not in our family, but, but, but where's James at? In the back. J J James, personal trainer, James, you know, he trained this guy for four years. He knew him, right? 
And I'm not going to say what church he went to and all that stuff. Either way, they couldn't do a funeral there. So James comes to prayer and says, you know, if there's a venue, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> we got it, James. We said, no, we'll just do, we'll do his service here. But I knew we were leaving to go camping. So I'm like, I, I, that ain't getting in the way. I said, James, I will help you. I'll help you up until the point I got to leave. But I said, this one's on you. I asked him. Some other people came in to help out. Ryan was helping out and Kevin was helping out and some other people came to help out. And that's awesome. But what I love is that James stepped right up and ran with it. Why? Because we love people. It's called kingdom love, y'all. It doesn't matter. And we got to honor people. But here's the thing. We also respected it. it and I wasn't going to let it get in the way of us doing what we planned on doing. Like, I think we've equipped people enough in our family here to take care of those things where I can say, you run a funeral. He's like, I never did one. It's okay, first time. <laughs> Nobody knows you anyway. Don't worry about it, James. Just get up there and say whatever you want to say. But I heard it was really good. It was a celebration of life, and, and that's what we do. Um, but here's the thing. Things like that, yeah, they take kind of pride. It's okay. Like, I'm sorry. Someone dies, we're going to take care of it. But other than that, like, if I, if I tell you, like, you should be doing something in your life and you're not doing it, and then you come to me at the last minute and go, well, my whole life is spun upside down now, and I don't know what I'm going to do, and I need your help. No, I'm going. Like, I, we've done talked about it for a long time. I'll, I'll get with you when I come back. So it's no longer, it's just because, you know, you, you didn't do it well for the 10th time doesn't make it an emergency for me. Okay, and you need to apply that to your life. What are you doing at work? How are you doing things at work? And if people aren't, if you're asking people to do stuff and you're coaching them and they're teaching them and, and they're not doing it, then how much time are you giving up from your family and from your kids and from this family and from spending time in the presence of the Lord just to, just to baby somebody else through something? Right. Just, just pick up what I'm putting down, y'all. Make it a lot easier. But yes, so let's, I want to jump down and I didn't want to talk about all the other 5,000 feeding people. Let's go to Mark uh, 6.45. Let's jump down to that. It says immediately after this, it says after he feeds everybody. I'll let you get there. I just like hearing the pages once again. It's not that far away. You like, right, look right there. One page maybe. So immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back in the boat and head across the lake to Bethsaida. While he sent the people home, so he said, get in the boat, start going back across the lake. He sends everybody home. And then after telling everybody goodbye, he went up to the hills, be by himself to pray. He knows how important that is. When I read this this time, something hit me differently. I said, he, he, he put them back in the boat and sent them across the lake because nobody got them in the middle of the lake. They weren't swimming out to get them. They were waiting on the shore. So I was like, man, you just pushed him out in the middle of the lake and said, that's the only place you're going to get rest. I'm going to put you all on a boat, put you in the middle of the lake and see what happens, right? And if you, if you read the story, it go, it, I'll get into it. We'll, we'll read the story. How's that? But yeah, I thought that was the only place that he really thought that they could get any rest from what they were doing is to just push him out in the middle of the lake. Nobody can bother him. Oh. And Jesus went away. That's the cool part. He, he went away. As soon as he did that, so as he just pushes him out there, he goes up to the hills and finds his quiet time. He has to recharge. Like Jesus is like the first Tesla. <laughs> he goes, I need to find my charging port. All right? And he goes to the hilltop. And who's he plug into? Father. 
He goes, man, I got to be in his presence. I've got to be so saturated right now. He's got to recharge me. Even Jesus. I, the last time I taught this, I talked to him. He got so fired up there. He was glowing so much. He walked across the water and they saw him coming. That's all true. That's, but that's not what this is. He got so charged up. Like, yeah, I understand. He knew that he was going to be walking back into some stuff. So he understood how, how charged up he had to be. Right? I think about this. This is a, um, everything's battery operated now. Right? So drills, I'm, I got a lot of drills. <laughs> Batteries all over the place. I'm not good with that. I wish I was. Right? I wish I would take a battery off the drill when I got done using it, put it on trickle charge and let that thing charge. I don't. I run it down, throw it down there, grab the next one that's charged up. Pretty soon I get to the end and I got nothing because I didn't charge anything. I'm sitting there with a screwdriver like this is fun. Like what am I doing? Right? What am I doing? But, but it's that trickle charge. I worked in a, I worked in a battery shop. So I rebuilt uh, nickel cadmium batteries and lead acid batteries. I did that for years. Uh, and when we did those, we'd take them off planes and then we'd, we'd take them to the battery shop and then I would get them and I'd clean them all up and we'd put them all back together and I would trickle charge them. And what you do, you just put them on a very slow charge so that they would charge up and get so saturated on the inside that these things would be maxed out with the, the capacity they could hold. And then no matter what, every 45 days, they'd have to come back in. So every 45 days, whether they needed it or not, they had to come back in and get on a trickle charge so they could charge up. It was the only way to keep them fully charged because when they weren't fully charged, they died. Anybody have a battery that, on the car or a boat or something where you just didn't, you didn't take it out and it just died? That's what happened. So it's a trickle charge. So let me help you here. Winter time, if you got a boat, Pull the battery out, stick it in the barn or wherever you want to stick it. Put it on trickle charge. Keep that thing charged up all the time. Same thing has to happen in our lives. We have to stay hooked up, trickle charging all the time. Okay, we have to do that. You have to find him. You have to seek him. You have to be in his presence every single day. That's going to keep you charged up, ready to walk into what you're going to walk into. Because we don't walk around without purpose. He's putting us in places to be around people that need life change. They need to see us. They need to see the light inside of us shining on them. And you can't do that if you're not glowing. So if you're not charged up, you're not glowing enough. You'll walk right by them. They won't see anything. So we got to stay charged up, y'all. You got to stay charged up. And he had to. He had to get charged up because he knew he was going to walk right back out in the lake where they were rowing hard, fighting a storm because they couldn't relax and they couldn't rest. Mm. I'll get back to that. So how do you rest? And that's a question. You don't have to answer it. <laughs> it's rhetorical. Hang on to that one. How are you resting? How are you connecting to the charger? How are you connecting to him? I'm telling you, it's easy to get away from this stuff. And I'm not saying it's not like, uh, there are going to be days. That's why you stay trickle charged. There's going to be days where, where you just don't have time to do what you normally want to do. I, I'm sorry. I, I wish I could say that every day I woke up and sat for an hour and a half and read my Bible and worshiped for another hour. And it was great. And then, there's some days that stuff happens. And I go, okay, you know, and I get moving on with life and, and I try to catch up the next day. And if not, then if it goes by a couple days, I can already feel it. I can feel it inside. I'm like, hmm, something a little off. And I find myself having to go back and get saturated again and move on. So what's your plan for that? 
who you walking close to and who, who you allowing to speak in your life to say, hey man, you're not glowing right now. Like go get charged up. If you got a spouse that'll do that, I got one that'll do that. <laughs> She'll tell me when the light inside of me should be able to overcome anything else I'm dealing with at the time. <laughs> it's a really common answer. Can't believe that bothers you. The Jesus in you is so much brighter than that. <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, though, if you don't have a spouse that does that, go get one. <laughs> I mean, get, okay. Rewind. That's twice I said that. Don't, don't get rid of yours. If you're not married, you need a spouse that will do that. If you are married, just keep praying for them. <laughs> Get on my emergency list. I'll get to you. <laughs> yes, you have to keep your spouse. Just make that clear before I got to answer all those questions. There's no trade-ins. You don't get a trade-up. <laughs> wow. Oh. So, yes. So, how are you charging? How are you resting? How are you spending time in his presence? This is so important. And like I said, it's the spiritual side, but it's also physical. You understand that you get run down. I'm pretty sure James probably talked about this in the nutrition and stuff. You got to take care of your bodies. When I'm exhausted, exhausted, like physically exhausted, I'm no good. My mind starts going crazy. Like I get so tired, you know, just from doing things and I'm a doer. So, you know, I get running fast. Next thing I know, I'm chopping trees down, throwing stuff and and I do that for a couple of days, and pretty soon, I, I'm like, I don't, you call me. I don't even know who you are. I'm spent. I'm like, man, what is going on? And so you need to physically rest. So plan some physical rest. Plan some spiritual rest, mental rest. What are you doing to recharge uh, when you need to, right? Because we have to be effective in everything we do, all right? So that's what he has us here for. He wants to use us. He can't use us if our battery's dead. You getting the whole drill thing? Are we good? It just sounds so good to me. <laughs> Only because I messed that up so many times. All right, let's go back to the story. Uh, verse 47. It says, late that night, the disciples were in their boat in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land. And he saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came, came towards them, walking on the water. He intended to go past them, but when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. They were all terrified when they saw him, but Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid. He said, take courage, I am here. Then he climbed into the boat and the wind stopped. They were totally amazed for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. There's a lot in there. And I've preached on this before, so I'm not going to get into a bunch of stuff I already talked about. But you need, you, you need to get to the big thing. One, they're in the middle of the lake. Jesus is on land. So he's staring at them. And they're struggling. I could see him thinking, like, oh, man, I put you in the middle of the lake to rest. You guys are out there fighting the wind. So what are the struggles? What's, what's the wind? What storm is it in your life that's stopping you from resting? Because there's something. That wind blows right there perfectly from that fan that it blows on that. So what, what is the storm in your life that's doing that? There's something that's, that's on you. There's something that when you try to rest and, and relax that it just starts eating you up. And you're just, you can't stop thinking about it. 
has to do with your job, has to do with your spouse, has to do with your kids, has to do with your finances, has to do with holidays, has to do with your car, has to do with something. Y'all getting this? There's a storm in your life that you're allowing to steal your time of rest. And Jesus saw that. These, these are the apostles. These are people that were out being a light. They're now sitting there in a boat. Jesus pushed them into the middle of the lake. And it's three in the morning, which is a perfect time for him to do all his stuff. And he's just like, really? I could see that on his head. Like, come on, guys. Like, why are we doing this? Why are you struggling again? Like, so he has to walk out past him, <laughs> jump in the boat. And what happens when he jumps in the boat? Everything stops. The only thing that stopped the storms in their lives was his presence. They got plugged in. They spent some time with him. So he went out there to stop it all because they had to rest. See, it doesn't say how long it took him to get from there to the shore. It just says when they got to the shore, people were waiting for him again. But he's out there at three, at three in the morning. I don't know. This morning, we were driving when it was dark. It became light. So that was about seven. <laughs> so that took about four hours for it to get to light here. And I don't know what it was back then. Probably, I would assume the same thing. But they don't tell you what time people were actually up, down, fishing, doing what they want to do, seeing them come in. So he goes, I don't care if it's four hours. You need rest. And not just sit by yourself. I need to be in your presence. So when he walked in the boat, I, I just believe they all just kind of, and they took a nap. Everything was gone. Peace surrounded them. Love surrounded them. They didn't have to worry about anything. Every struggle was gone. And they got to physically rest. They got to spiritually rest. They got to mentally rest. They just got to sit there. And I believe he just kind of was like, we're just going to float to the shore. But they had to do that because he knew what was on the other side. He knew what was going to be coming up. He knew what was going to happen to him. <laughs> so he's, he's trying to teach them that, look, you're always going to need me. You can't do it on your own. You got to seek me. As soon as you think you can do it on your own, like I said, you're going to spin in circles. You're going to come back to the same point. You're going to be stressed out, probably broke because <laughs> you paid for the whole vacation. You're stressed out, you're tired, and now you just come back to more work. So this is what he was trying to teach them. So they were just spent fighting a storm. You ever felt that way? <laughs> That's a good question. I felt that way. Been there multiple times in my life. Have you ever gotten around people that make you feel charged? Isn't that even better? Like, like, I can be in his presence, but man, there's just people I like to be around because they are just, man, that light's bright. And when I'm around them, I just feel better. You ever go to Jim Paul's and Miss Karen's? I love going over there. I'm gonna pick on y'all because when I go over there, I'm just like, it's just joy and it's peace and it's comfort and, and you wanna sleep on a couch. That's probably because the food's so delicious and you eat so much. But there's peace there. That's what I love. I love that. We got to go over to Miss Sharon and Ken's house. The guys got to get, get together for our men. We did our, uh, the men's small group, gyms, and took, how many guys were that? How many went over there? 
17 guys showed up at Ken and Sharon's to pray over their house. Brand new house. One, you should be excited that 17 guys got together to go do something. It's not unusual for our family, though. That's pretty normal. Jim's got a wonderful men's ministry that, that he's doing that in. But here's the thing. You know what they prayed for? Peace, comfort, rest, sanctuary. I love what he said. That's the first, you know, he just wants to get off work, go home. Why? Because there's peace there. There's rest there. So I think it's so important that we got to go and we got to pray over this house so that, so that when they come home, they know that this, this place is protected, it's good, and they can rest in his presence. So, so what kind of people are you around that are doing that? Are people you're around, are they, are they plugging into you and draining you? <laughs> are you getting around people that are just glowing, right? Oh, man. And I'm not saying don't be around people that got to plug into you. We have a light for a reason. It's not for us. <laughs> you understand? We're supposed to walk around and be a light to people. So let people plug in once in a while. But you got to take a break once in a while. Unplug, go plug in your stay charged, trickle charge, whatever you want to do. Hmm. All right, I want to finish up. Let's go. Uh, Let's go to Psalm uh, 91, 1 and 2. Should have that one. I mean, you probably heard this one before. Ninety-first Psalm. It says, "Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty." And let's read it again. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Those who live, those who live, those who live, not those who pass by, not those who visit, <laughs> those who live in that. You understand how important that is that we live in that? That you live, live in the shelter of the Most High. Hmm. It says, this I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. Come on, this is, this is powerful stuff that, that we can find rest. We can find that when we live in that area. You got to find that spot in your heart where you prioritize it every day, where everything in your life is centered around that, living in his presence, living in that shadow, living in that moment, in that shelter of who he is. Man, we got to find that. Seek that with all of your heart prioritize that with everything you do. Why? Because everything else comes with it. He is my refuge and my safety. And how do you trust somebody if you're not spending time with them? Come on. That's where the trust comes from. Have an encounter and trust him. Be with him. Hmm. I wrote a lot of stuff that I just don't really think I need to talk about. So here's the thing. Live with them and, and, and invite them in. Invite them in to you. Invite them into your family. Invite them into your marriage. Invite them into your home. You know, he's a, 
he's really good with RSVPs. He'll be there. In fact, he's usually like that. <laughs> he's usually like those guests at Thanksgiving that you never invite, but they always show up. Y'all got any of them? You just, you just make plates for them anyway. <laughs> You're just like, we didn't invite them again, but I know they're coming. <laughs> so we're just going to make some plates and set up a table for them, have it ready. You know they're going to be there. Well, that's, that's how he is. He says, I'm standing at the door. You invite me in. I'm coming. Every single time. Every single time. I'll be there. Open the door. I'm there. I mean, that's huge to understand that you don't have to like wait for that callback. You don't have to second guess. You don't have to go, man, well, we invited him, but man, he sure ain't show up yet. He never got back with us. Anybody know what RSVP means? Responsive play. Isn't that cool? It's only because I was studying French to go to Africa. So I thought it was neat when that popped in my head and I was like, huh. Respond, please. They don't, you know, French don't use that anymore. It's too formal. Just head knowledge. It's no good for you in anything, especially religion. Just let it go. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, he's there. Invite him in. Problem is, I'm not good with invites. Who's good with invites? Like, I forget to invite people all the time. I just expect people to come. Seriously. Like, people go, man, you never invited me over. I don't have to. Y'all know where we live. Show up, knock on the door. Most time we're home. <laughs> yeah, just not today. You, can see, you guys, Amber will be there, so you guys want to go by the house, hang out? Go for it. You want to come all the way up to Gadsden? Come on, man. We're up there camping. But uh, my thing is I forget to, to invite sometimes. I'm just not good at that. I mean, I, I'm, we've, I'm just horrible. Like, <laughs> and then I feel bad afterwards because I didn't invite. But here's the thing. You don't, you don't have to be worried about it. Like, like we just got to work on it. Tell yourself, invite them in. Invite them in. Invite them in. Ask them to come in. Ask them to be part of everything you're doing. Okay, he'll be there. He will be there. How do you do that? I'm sorry. Let's uh, pray. Uh, worship. How about just sit there in his presence with nothing? And just ask him to come in. Saturate your marriage. Saturate your kids. Just ask him. That's the cool part. You can just ask him. You don't got to send an email. You don't need to mess that up. Just speak to him. He'll be there. Just think of him. All right, last verse. Matthew 11, 28 through 20. Oh, yeah, 28 through 20. We're going backwards. I'm pretty sure that's 28 through 30. It is 28 through 30. You didn't do 28 through 20, did you? Good. Look, I got a good team back there. They'd be like, oh, yeah, we'll put it backwards for you. That's awesome. Never done that before. This is some new technique. <laughs> We're going to read all the scripture backwards. <laughs> He's so unique. <laughs> 
All right, here we go. It says, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Can I stop right there, Miss Judith? Where did she go? You come up and spoke a word this morning. And that's what you spoke. I love confirmation when the Lord gives me a word to speak and then you come up all the time and say it. I appreciate that. Listen to him. Come speak what he tells you. It's huge. It says, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Who gives you rest? He does. You can go to your spouse. You can go to all that, and that's great. They're not going to give you the rest you need. They're just not going to understand. They don't have the capability. It'd be like trying to take a, a DeWalt charger and, and hook, hook up a Husky battery to it. It ain't going to work. I need a DeWalt battery to go in a DeWalt charger. All right? Not that your spouse isn't good. Not that your kids aren't good. Not that your pastor's not good. But if you're always seeking somebody else to help you out, man, that's just going to lead down the wrong path, y'all. Seek him. Plug into him. He says, he'll give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. Man, so what's stirring up on the inside of you that's got you bent all over the place? Out of whack. <laughs> Messed up. Heavy burden. All that weight you're carrying from something else. He says, quit carrying it. I think like three, four years ago, I, I, I brought a book bag in here and I, you know, I had it on my back and I had uh, Sean Locklear was up here playing. And I said, come up here, Sean. And he showed me how Jesus just kind of came up and took all. I had inside that, you know, inside that backpack, I had all kinds of bricks and they were all labeled with everything that would ever weigh you down. And he started pulling them out of the backpack. And I was like, man, he was reading them off. I mean, I still remember that to this day when I started doing this. I was like, man, it was so good, you know, because he was like finances. And he'd just pick it. He was Jesus. <laughs> he was like, he's just like, you don't need that one. And you don't need that one. And you don't need that one. And I was just left with a backpack. And then he took the backpack because he says, I don't want you putting anything else in there. That's huge, y'all. Like what he takes from you, he doesn't want you to, to fill that empty void with anything but him. So he, you can't come to him and say, take away everything, ease my burden, and then walk away and do the same stuff. Because all you're going to do is put something else in the backpack. And then turn around and come, man, man, this one's heavy too. Yeah. Include me in the beginning. But no, we, we, we tend to, to fight through that. We tend to, to push through that. Uh, so just give it to Abba, man. He just, he loves you. He needs to be first in your life. You need to prioritize that. You need to trickle charge with him. You need to let him do what only he can do. Man, because we've got way too much darkness out there to be shining light in. And we can't do it with a dead battery, y'all. All right, so get charged up, get trickle charged. And this doesn't, this is everything. This, this doesn't just go into that. It's just not even that burden and, and, and rest. But man, this goes into everything. This, spend time with him. Why? So you can understand how truly righteous you are. I'm serious. Spend time with him to understand the, the difference you can make, who you are, sons and daughters. Spend time with him so he can just whisper that in your ear every day. Because that makes a difference. That's charging you. But you're not doing that just to rest. You're doing that because he's just getting you fired up. 
Because he goes, once you get to the right level, I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you. Because I got some place for you to go. It's going to be awesome. I'm telling you, this is what I loved. We went over to, that's why I love sharing this. Because when we went to uh, Africa, we were all fired up to run into voodoo. Me and, me and Pastor Jason, we were loving it, man. We were like, let's go get this. Voodoo, here we come. They were running inside. It's like, man, <laughs> we, we, we came to take on some stuff. They wouldn't stay outside. As we drove by the voodoo churches, they went inside. That's huge, y'all. That means you're charged up. That means you're ready. And your light's bright enough that when you start walking, they're like, uh-oh, get inside. Let them pass by, and then we'll come back out. And we even went out when they're supposed to come out, Saturday nights. <laughs> it was kind of funny, though, watching all the younger guys because the doorbell would ring, and they would all go running to the door, like swords in hand. <laughs> it's pretty cool. We were always expecting something, but it just never came up. And I don't think it was just out of coincidence. I think because when we put foot on ground and we stepped off that plane and boots were on ground, it changed things. Because it can. Because that's where he wants you. He wants you believing that, that everywhere you go, it will change when you walk there. And you need to understand that and believe that all in your heart. Because all creation's waiting for this. You understand that? All creation is waiting on this. <laughs> then his kingdom comes. <laughs> then it gets really good. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> like, like, I really like what we live out every day. I love the fact that we can walk in places right now and things change. I like the fact we can walk into hospitals and just start praying over people. And they start like, like breathing and walking again and talking again. Right, Car? Come on. I just believe that. But man, it's going to be totally different. <laughs> it's going to be so good. So just believe in that. Stay charged. Stay trickle charged. Stay hooked up. Keep moving forward. If you do need me, call me. I'm not the bad guy. I'll be there. I love y'all. You know that. Uh, and, uh, but definitely uh, stay charged up because rest is important, which is why we're going back up there tonight. So we can just go sit some more because we've been up there with a couple other families. And that's fun. But it's not the same. <laughs> so we get to go up and spend some time together. So anyway, we love you guys. I thank you. Kevin, you want to come up and take over, bro? I know you've just been itching on that. I love you guys. I look forward to seeing you next week. I'll turn it over to Kevin. He'll wrap things up. All right. Well, that was awesome. It's really good. As uh, Pastor DJ was talking about the RSVP stuff, I saw this picture in my mind. It was really, really cool. And uh, it just reminded me of like, you know, I just picture this like amazing restaurant with a table in there, right? But the table has RSVP on it. But the table has your name. So it's like DJ Stenard and Jesus, right? You know, Scott Bandy. Jesus. You know, it's at a different table. Yeah, it's a different table. Don't worry, brother. Not giving away your table. You know, Jim Ward and Jesus. Right? Miss Karen Ward and, and Jesus. And it's a standing table, and you always have a reservation. You always have the Father's ear. You always have a table with the Father. He's not going anywhere. Like Pastor DJ was saying, you know, go in, sit down, get charged up. Hey, listen, do me a favor and stand to your feet. We're going to go ahead and pray. And I know, Pastor DJ just sat down. I just, I love him so much, you know. He, he just wants to rest. He's going, you're going to go camping. It's all right. 
I've seen that camper. It's like a nice couch in there and a bed. I'm like, geez, it's not even camping. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Hey, listen, uh, during this time, uh, if you'd like to give, we'll have the um, text to give on here. Uh, we believe here at the gathering place that this is a part of worship as well. So we give out of love. We give out of thankfulness to our Father in heaven. Don't feel forced. Don't feel like you have to. This is just our culture here. We love to give. Because Christ gave to us first. So go ahead and do me a favor and close your eyes. Father, we thank you. God, thank you for the word that you gave through your servant, Pastor DJ, this morning. God, we bless him. We're so thankful for him, God. Father, teach us. Teach us how to stay plugged into you. Teach us how to get better with our time management. Teach us how to hear your voice, God. How to discern your voice, Father. God, I ask right now in the name of Jesus, Father, that you would open all of the ears that you'd open all of our eyes spiritually, God, that we would be able to see you clearer, that we'd be able to hear you more clearly, that we'd be able to feel you some for the very first time. God, I ask in the name of Jesus, Father, that as they spend more time with you, <laughs> that they would just have more revelation of who you are and who they are, God. God Almighty, I ask that you would teach us, show us the way charge us up help us to be the light in this world that is full of darkness god help us to be the light father we love you we love you we love you we thank you god for another day of life we thank you for our families we thank you for our children we thank you for our houses our cars everything god thank you we love you in jesus mighty name and everybody said amen, amen. Come on, give God a clap of hand, a clap of praise. Come on. Hey, listen, uh, we love you guys. We hope to see you next week. Before you leave, I want you to know that we're going to have people at the crosses. Our prayer partners, they'll be at the crosses. Uh, they're here for you. All right, they're charged up and they're here for you. So if you need prayer, please don't hesitate to go to the crosses. They're there to support you and lift you up. We love you guys. God bless you. We'll see you next week.